0: Jesus we declare our love for you tonight I'm coming back to the heart of worship it's all about you it's all about you Jesus I'm so place of worship where I'm not going to hold back my worship Jesus cause it's all about you yes I'm sorry, Lord for the things I've made it's all about you Jesus it's all about you Lord your place in-
1: Is all about him. If it's all about him, I want you to give him thanks this morning, this evening. Lord, it's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. I want you to give him thanks. I want you to exalt his holy name. Lift up your hands and give him thanks this evening. It's all about him. Forget about the things that he has not done, just give him thanks for who he is is all about you when everything goes it's all about you jesus give him thanks give him thanks all we have come to do this evening to so give him thanks it's all about him it's not about us it is about him to give him his want to give him his praise to give him his glory to give him what is due to him he's our father he's our king he's our maker It's all about you, Jesus. Oh, it's
0: all about you, Jesus. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>
1: the one who was, who is and who is to come give him thanks this evening and exalt him it is not about you tonight it's about him, it's about Jesus he is God all by himself give him thanks all over this place lift up your voice all oh ye people and give him thanks this evening, exalt his holy name he is God all by himself there is none beside him there is none compared to him there is none that is like him there is no king like him There is no president like him. There is nobody
2: that we can compare to our God. Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom, shalom, shalom shalom, evening people of God. I I believe you are all doing well. Shalom evening everybody. Shalom evening everybody.
1: Tonight, uh,
2: nothing else we've been praying for the past days, uh. it's time to return all wow to him. I hope you're all doing well thanks, it's time to give him thanks
0: Just thank you Jesus. thank you, Jesus,
2: uh, the compassionate Father. all right the we give God all the Father. praise I thank the God for Father. your lives oh, Lord, and I give him praise, give him God praise God for preserving God your destinies within by hallelujah God bless you. By the special grace of God, I'm also doing well with my family. We are doing well by God's grace. Hallelujah. It's been a long time we met here for um, prophetic training. It's been a very, very, very long time since we started our fasting and prayer moment. Um, We've been missing a lot of our teaching services. Um, I'm working things out so that we can actually meet and even in the course of the fast for like just over two hours to do our teachings is very very important but it's not always supposed to be prayers we must also learn and have understanding about the things of God hallelujah all right God bless everybody and keep all of you strong In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Amen Alright this evening we want to come before the Lord And um, you know fall under the feet of the Master That he will teach us his ways And that he will help us And cause us to have the mind of Christ That will enable us to Understand and do what he has called us to do in the name of the Lord Jesus, amen. Alright, want to take a word of prayer right now. Mighty God, we give you all the glory and all the praise. Thank you for tonight. Thank you for your grace and your mercies that are abundant in our lives. I give you all the praise, mighty God, even for the life of your church. Thank you for destroying the works of the enemy that were machinated against us. Thank you for covering us with the wings of the eagle and shielding us from the arrows of wickedness. We give you all the praise and the glory for the favor that you have released upon our lives. Once again, we say may your name alone be glorified. We ascribe all praise and adoration unto your holy name. Thank you for showing us mercy. Thank you for granting us grace. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we give you all the praise. We that were once aliens, even unto your kingdom, by the superior blood of Jesus, we have been counted worthy even to receive of thee. For this reason, we say, Be thou glorified. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Mighty God, help us this wonderful evening. The word of the Lord made us to understand that in seasons when the Lord Jesus was in the midst of the multitude, he would speak in parable. But after he had moved from the multitudes, the disciples would go before him and they would ask him. What is the meaning of what you said in public? And then Jesus would take time and explain things to them. We have one to you, Lord Jesus. Let us, look could almost, one to you one time in the middle of the night. Even to know about the things of the Spirit. And you also come. Teach us your ways, O Lord. Cause the mind of our understanding, even to be enlightened. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Help us tonight Open our eyes The word has already said The secret things even belong to the Lord But them that are revealed The things that are revealed Are for us and even our children For this reason we pray That revelation Will take ownership in our meeting tonight In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Let the light of the countenance Shine upon us And cause every to be overtaken even by your light. Thank you, mighty God, for the mercies that you have shown us. We give you all the praise. Your word is already anointed. Therefore, let your word come forth with power and pipe grace even into our destinies. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, we honor you even in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. It's always an exciting moment to have all of you here on the altar of victory, even to learn of the Lord. Hallelujah. And I'm very, very, very excited. I believe that by the end of tonight's meeting, some of you will carry the weapon that the gracious Lord has given to us, which is the sword of the spirit. And the Bible says that put in your hands the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So the Holy Spirit can do his work with the soul only by the word of God. And we believe strongly that this evening the gracious Lord will help us in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. God bless you and keep all of you strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Please, I believe you can all hear me clearly. amazing 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 all right i think um, i had time to ask my son kept prince Somebody said not real i don't know is it not really oh but is it okay is it okay now okay all right that's great that's great that's great So I was talking to my son and I asked him um, about some of the messages that I couldn't complete. And he actually gave me a couple of messages that I started but I could not finish. So I decided to um, avail myself of the Lord to help us understand some of the messages. And um, as the Spirit leads us, I believe that we will all come to a place of understanding. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Alright, before we move on, so I want to make time and talk about the mysteries of the kingdom of God. The mysteries of the kingdom of God. And I remember I started this um, some time back and I'm believing God to help me to um, touch on other few mysteries um, so that if the law permits, we cannot come to a place of um, understanding in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All right. Um. Basically, I through our scripture, I made us understand that there are twelve main mysteries of the kingdom of God. Twelve main mysteries of the kingdom of God. Please, if this is your first time, um joining this meeting if this is your first time um, you know hearing about the mysteries of the kingdom of God, I think the part one is already in the podcast, so maybe right after here you can go and download the part one and listen to it, you're going to be blessed in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Amen Alright, before we move on to what I want to talk about this evening, I want to actually open the floor for some few questions before we zoom in into um, the mysteries of the kingdom of God. I want to just um, open the floor for questions, if you have any questions with regards to the scriptures, to the spirit realm, with regards to God, Christ anything spiritual that you have any question about feel free and ask this is better the house of the lord and definitely the lord is going to help us with answers in jesus name amen all right so any question any question Any question. Any any question? If you have any question, you can ask before we move on. Any question? Oh, If you don't have any question, it means you understand the whole Bible. Is that not what you are trying to say? Can you all hear me please? All right, somebody is asking what causes suicide and where does the spirit go which spirit is it the person that killed him or herself oh okay okay all right I'm going to answer it very soon okay some one man of God said so can you throw light on the heavenly creatures like Behemoth and Leviathan? Okay. I'm gonna do that quickly. Any other question? I want to get all the questions together. all right okay someone said may you please explain about the 24 elders at the throne of god were they human before Mm. let's see someone said why do animals die does it mean that they also sinned against god as adam and eve did that this is a very beautiful question a very beautiful question Wow, that's amazing. Alright, before um, we get an influx of questions, let me um, start with the suicide one. Now, one of the things you need to understand is that when a spirit filled believer, a spirit filled believer, comes to a place of demonic influence, can you all hear me please? Good. Now, let me, I'm I'm just breaking it down for you to understand. Now, a Christian, it is possible for a Christian to commit suicide. I hope you all know that. Somebody that believes in the Lord Jesus. Good. But it is not possible for a spirit-filled believer to do that. A spirit-filled believer to do that. So when a believer commits suicide, what you need to understand is that based on your walk with God on this earth, where your soul is subjected to the moment you became a believer, your soul was subjected to Christ. And the only way you can live your soul can leave the hands of Christ is when you denounce him. And you don't just denounce Christ by saying it with your mouth because you did not believe in Christ with your mouth. The word of the Lord said in the book of Romans, I think chapter 10 verse 9 and 10, the Bible says that for with the mouth, for with the heart, man believeth, unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation so for somebody to be saved it is actually as a result of two main organs in the spirit and in the soul the first one is the heart So it is actually by your heart that you believe in the Lord And it is your mouth that you use to confess it So you can actually confess that Jesus is not your Lord Meanwhile deep inside your heart you believe So the only way, God bless you my daughter The only way you can disconnect your soul from the Lord Jesus Is when you denounce Him deep inside your heart So a lot of Christians can be influenced by suicidal spirits. They need deliverance and if they are not delivered and these spirits lead them to the place of suicide, they can take their own lives but that does not necessarily mean that they are going to hell. So put that at the back of your mind. When a believer takes his or her own life, the soul will appear before the Lord but there is something he has missed and there is something great he or she has lost and that one can only be experienced in the soul of the person. Are you getting the picture? Good. So, and the way you actually put the question, I wish I could throw more light on it. So that you will know that That when anything that dies Any human being that dies in this world The spirit of the person will go to God Because the spirit of a human being is the breath That God breathed into his lost chains Before he became a living soul Are you getting it? So the Bible said in the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse seven downwards. Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse seven. Let's listen to what the word of the Lord said. The Bible said, then shall the dust return to the earth as it was. This one is speaking of the body. So when somebody dies, Physical death actually speaks of when the spirit soul being departs from the physical body. So when that spirit soul being departs, the Bible says that the dust, which is the physical body, will go to the earth. As it was, it was was out of the dust of the ground that this body was taken. So the Bible says when someone dies, the the body will go to the earth. And the Bible said the spirit shall return unto God who gave it. This one, the Bible did not clarify whether he's talking about a Christian or an unbeliever. Are you getting the picture? So, every human being that dies on this earth, these things will happen to the human being. So long as you're a human being, when you die, these things will happen to you first. Your body will go back to the dust where it was taken from. Then your spirit will go to God who gave it. But we all know, according to scripture, that man is made up of three dimensions. Man is made up of three dimensions. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23 tells us so. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 23 the bible said and the very god of peace sanctify you holy and i pray god your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our lord jesus christ are you following good so we all know that a human being is made up of spirit, soul, body. And now the Bible is telling us in Ecclesiastes chapter 12 verse 7 that when a, a, when anybody on this earth dies, any human being dies, the body will go back to the dust. Because we know, the Bible said in Genesis chapter 2 verse 7 that God formed man of the dust of the ground. It was this body that was formed by God. The spirit was created by God, but the body was formed by God and when the spirit came in contact with the body, the soul emerged. Are you getting the picture? Good. So when a human being dies, his body will go back to the earth where God picked it from and his spirit, which is the breath, will go back to God who gave it. Now the question is, what now happens to the soul? What now happens? Because this verse of scripture the bible did not really tell us what happens to the soul so it is actually the soul that will go to the one that it subjected itself to whilst living on the earth so as you are living on this earth definitely your soul is under a certain deity and that deity is going to be the one that will harness your soul when your soul exits this body so no matter the matter, once a human being dies, there is a destination that the soul is going. It has already been made by the soul. That is why the Bible said, the soul that sineth, that same soul shall die. So put that at the back of your mind. If your soul is under Christ, as a believer, once your, your soul exits your body, it is going to Christ. But that moment where your soul is going to Christ, we have actually... I've thought on that. It is not a swift journey as in the moment you leave your body, no, you are in heaven. It is not true. Because your soul will pass through a lot of dimensions just as you were born. The, you see, can I say something here? Good this one i will say it but in a way i will give a little assignment (laughs) all right can i good according to scripture it is actually laid down that when a woman conceives it has to take nine months for her to deliver a baby I hope you all know that one Good So why is it that you think that when a human being dies it takes a second for him to appear before the Lord? Why do you think so? The same way it takes a newborn baby about 9 months for the baby to appear on the earth, spiritually it takes a certain dimension of time for the soul to appear before the Lord and that time it is dependent on how you have grown, I don't know if you are getting the, the point I am making. so based on your spiritual growth on this earth when you are a believer and you exit your physical body this tabernacle based on how your soul has grown you will now find yourself in a certain dimension going to god so that means there are believers that their time that they will use to go to god will be longer whilst other people will have it at a shorter period that is based on this one I'll, I'll talk much on that when i'm talking about death into details so. all right so long doing, put that at the back of your mind when a believer commits suicide the soul of the believer will go to christ all right and that's what i've said it is not going to be an instant thing there will be processes so once you take your own life you will miss a lot of things on that journey and that will be a disadvantage to you, even though your journey is towards Christ. All right. So let me touch on the other question. Okay. Prophet Immanuel, god he said, "So can you throw light on the heavenly creatures like Behemoth and Leviathan? This one is a whole message." If I want to throw light on it, it is going to turn out to be sermon. Can you all hear me please? Yes, because these are beings that we need to have understanding about And they have a lot of things that we need to understand you can't just brush things. You will still not get understanding about them. When we read the book of Job. Chapter 40. From verse 12. To verse 15. Job chapter 40. Verse 12. To verse 15. Let's listen to what. Happened. This is the Lord speaking to Job. And God said. Look on everyone that is proud and bring him low and tread down the wicked in their place. Verse 13 Hide them in the dust together and bind their faces in secret. Verse 14 Then will I also confess unto thee that thy own right hand can save thee. Verse 15 Behold now, behemoth, which I made with thee. With thee. He eateth grass as an ox. Lo, now, his strength is in his lungs and his force is in the navel of his belly. He moves his tail like a cedar. The sinews of his stones are wrapped together. His bones are as strong pieces of brass. His bones are like bars of iron. He is the chief of the ways of God. Listen, listen, he is the thief of the ways of God. He that made him can make his soul to approach unto him. Surely the mountains bring him forth food where all the beasts of the field play. He lieth under the shady trees in the covert of the reed and fence. The shady trees cover him with their shadow. The willows of the brook compass him about. Behold, He drinketh up a river and hasteth not. He trusted that he can draw up Jordan into his mouth. He taketh it with his eyes. His nose pierces through snares. (laughs) The Bible is talking about Behemoth. See, many of you are confused. This is God explaining how fearsome Behemoth is is like Are you following Good? Now, if you really look into details and into the the Hebrew rendition of the book of Job, chapter 40, verse 15. When you, look, you really look at behemoth, we are actually talking about. So, you see, the word behemoth is actually a manifestation of the animal we call a dinosaur. How many of you have heard of that before? Oh, haven't you heard of dinosaurs before? Can you all hear me please? Can you all hear me please, all right please did you all hear me read the as I was reading the scripture when you did you all hear me all right but can you all hear me now So the whole book of Job chapter 40 verse 15 to 24 This is God speaking to Job about the beast or the animal called Behemoth And Behemoth is a being that looks exactly like a dinosaur and how many of us, I hope that we all know dinosaurs Who? There are many people who don't know, so. <laughs> so you see, the word of the Lord said, Behold, now bear him up, which I made with you, he eats grass as an ox. Lo, now, his strength is in his lungs, and his force is in the navel of his belly. He moves his tail like a cedar, and if you know a cedar, a cedar is the strongest tree in the whole world, the strongest tree in the whole world. And in all the nations of the world, the the nation that has the strongest trees is the nation Lebanon. So anytime the Bible is making mention of something that is strong and hard, the Bible actually refers to the cedars of Lebanon. Are you following? The Bible said, the tail of Behemoth is like the cedar. And the Bible says that the sinews of his stones are wrapped together. His bones are as strong pieces of brass. His bones are like bars of iron. He, look at this. The Bible said, he is the chief of the ways of God. He is the chief of the ways of God. He is the chief of the ways of God. Can you all hear me? Wow! So the question is, what are the ways of God? That behemoth is the chief. And the word chief is actually where we get the word "ak," like that means the one that is the leader. So he leads and he rules all the ways of God. Now the question is, what are the ways of God? The Bible said in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 4. Deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 4. Listen to what the Bible said. He is the rock. His work is perfect. For all his ways are judgment. A God of truth and without iniquity. Just and right is he. The Bible said all the ways of God are judgment. All the ways of God. So all the You know, remember what the Bible says that the word of the Lord said, As for the children of Israel, they knew the act of God, but most knew the ways of God. The ways. And Deuteronomy the chapter 32 verse 4 is telling us that the ways of God, all the ways of God, are they sum all the ways of God together. We call it judgment. And many of you, anytime you hear judgment, you think of people lining up before God and God is saying, you go to heaven, you go to hell. You just don't have a Do you know what it means if we say God is a just God? Do you understand what? Do you know what it means? So all the ways of God are judgment. So the judgments of God. Look at what the Bible said in the book of Isaiah, chapter fifty-five, verse nine. The Bible said, "For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. This is God speaking, and my thoughts than your thoughts. So just as the heavens are far away from the earth, so are the ways of God." Higher than our ways, and Deuteronomy thirty-two verse four says, "All the ways of God are judgment." So the the judgment of God actually makes God a just God. Do you follow me? And the Bible said, "It is the ways of God that bear him not." chief of, he is the chief of the ways of God so who at all is Behemoth this little knowledge will let you know how great Behemoth is and will take much time and the word of the Lord also made mention of Leviathan Leviathan when God was speaking to Job, God said, Can you draw Leviathan out of the water with a hook or tie down his tongue with a rope? Can you put a hook into his nose or bore his jaw through with a tongue? Will he make many supplications unto you? Will he speak words unto you? Will he make a covenant with you? Will you take him for a servant forever? Will you play with him as with a bird, or will you bite him for my maidens? Shall the companions make a banquet of him? Shall they part him among the merchants? Can you fill his skin with barbed irons, or his head with his spears. now this is god speaking about leviathan now if you critically look at what leviathan looks like according to the stone there is a beautiful link between behemoth and leviathan There is a beautiful link Can I ask a question right now? Hmm. Hmm. Now, when you critically look into the spirit realm there are basically certain animal, animalistic features or let me say certain animals that were under what we call the cattle family, the cattle family. Let me just take you there quickly. Let's jump to the book of Genesis. Let's jump to the book of Genesis. When the Bible said God cursed the serpent in the book of Genesis, chapter 3, verse 13 and 14, Genesis chapter 3, verse 13 and 14. If you have, um, if you have opened it, you can actually post it here. Let's make it quick so that we can actually consume a lot of since this if you want to have a lot of understanding about these things good now listen to what the bible said and the lord god said unto the woman what is this that thou hast done and the woman said the serpent deceived me and i did it and the lord said unto the serpent because you have done this you are cursed above all cattle look at this one you are cursed above all cattle and above every beast of the field upon your belly will you go and the dust of the ground shall be will you eat all the days of your life now listen god cursed the serpent and he said to listen to what god said to the serpent because you have done this you are cursed above all cattle why didn't god say the serpent, you are cursed above all snakes. Are you getting the picture? He said, you are cursed above all. That means that that serpent that God was speaking about was actually in the cattle family now what actually is the cattle family now when it comes to the cattle family they have certain characteristics the first one is that they have a tail don't forget they have a tail the second characteristic of the cattle family is that they have horns 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 Are you following? Good. So any animal that has a tail and has horns is actually considered to be part of the cattle family. So if God is cursing a serpent and he said, I'm cursing you about all cattle, that means that that serpent that entered into the garden to deceive the woman was actually a certain being that had a tail and a horn and if you look at the description of that animal we are actually speaking of a dragon a dragon it is a dragon is the only animal that is serpent-like and at the same time has horns and a tail now when you look at the description of behemoth we realize that behemoth has a tail and the tail of behemoth is stronger like cedar we also have understanding that when you look at leviathan leviathan also has a tail leviathan also has horns following now so just as a dinosaur is found on the earth plane on the dust plane on the, the, the land plane leviathan is found in the waters so there is a particular kind of similarity between leviathan and behemoth and the first similarity is that they are all from the cattle family no wonder we all have to come to a point where we need to understand that god has one dimension of his manifestation as the ox and when we speak of the ox we are actually speaking of the cattle family so when you really look into scripture you will realize that a dimension of god was attacked and god used a dime, another dimension of himself to counter the attack that the enemy unleashed against his, his manifestation are you following so leviathan is actually known as The the name looks very big. But Leviathan looks a little bit like a crocodile but not a crocodile. Are you getting the picture? like an alligator, but not necessarily necessarily an alligator. Leviathan is like a dragon that is in the waters. So you see, when the Bible was talking about When we read the book of Revelation, chapter 20. Revelation chapter 20, verse 1 and 2. Let's listen to what the Bible says. Revelation chapter 20, verse 1 and 2. Now, John the Revelator is now speaking to us about the serpent that appeared in the garden. And he's now telling us the original nature of that serpent listen to what he said he said and i saw an angel come down from heaven having the key of the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand and he laid hold on the dragon which dragon he said that old serpent are you getting it the serpent that entered into the garden to deceive man now this time around the bible is calling him the dragon And when you look at the original anatomy of a dragon, we all know who a dragon is. Listen to what the Bible said, clearly said, and he laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil, and Satan and bound him a thousand years. Mm. So you see, when you look at satan when you look at leviathan and when you look at behemoth they are very similar i mean very similar and if you go deep into jewish studies you will realize that satan was not the first person to rebel against god He was not the first being to rebel against God. Leviathan and Behemoth did. Now, these beings are much more stronger than who Satan is. I mean much more stronger. And I'm here, let me boldly tell you this. Lucifer actually borrowed a dimension of Leviathan and a dimension of Behemoth. Before he could deceive man. Maybe one of these days will continue. So, man of God, I was just trying to you know, throw a little light on this one. Yeah. But the Lord will help us. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Alright, let me touch on the other questions. God bless you. Let me touch on the other questions. Please, if I've missed your question, kindly um, send it again. I beg. Okay. Somebody said, assuming a spirit in someone's family, like Fetish Priest Spirit, takes over someone right from birth or processes the person along the line in life, and unfortunately for him or her, He gets no one to save him or her or deliver him. Will the person go to hell? Oh, so long as the spirit has taken over you, there is no way your soul can be received into Christ. Somebody said, I I don't know if you are getting the picture. So long as the spirit of fetishism takes charge of a man, your soul is now belonging to that spirit. If no one sets you free and you die, um, that is where your soul is going to. Be. So you need to understand that one. Yes. And you see, there is a different thing when the spirit of fetishism is trying to torment somebody. As in, they want the person to save as a fetish priest or priestess but the person is resisting it see at that point torment can go on but once the person admits to now save, at that point in time the soul of the person is now belonging to that fraternity yeah so let's get that somebody said please do all prophecies come to pass prophecy don't just Prophecies don't just come to pass. Prophecies don't just come to pass. And I've taught on this several times. There are four main things that can cause prophecy to come to pass. Four main things. If even one is taken out of it, you might not see the manifestation of the prophecy, even though it is genuine and from God. The first one is called the faithfulness of God. So there is a certain power, a certain force that is backing every prophet, prophetic word that is from God. And that power is called God's faithfulness. That power is trying to let the word manifest so that God will be faithful. Are you getting the picture? Good. But that power does not work alone. Aside the faithfulness of God, there is what we call the anointing of the prophet or the one that declared the prophetic word the anointing so the anointing on the head of the one that prophesied also has what it does to let the prophetic word come to pass but that is also not all there is what we call the role of the recipient you that you have received the prophecy what are you also supposed to do if you don't take steps you might not see the manifestation. And the last one is what we call time. When God declares a word on your life, in his faithfulness and in the power of the anointing and also through what you are also doing to bring the word to pass, if it is not in the time that God has prepared it, it might not manifest. But when all these four things are in view, you will see the manifestation of it. That is how prophecies do come to pass. Someone said, Please, how do you judge the prophetic? Thus, how to know if the prophetic word is genuine That one is it is actually supposed to be the work of you the believer You see, you the believer, you the believer receiving the prophetic word You must be the judge of it And how do you do that? You need to, when you are very close to the Holy Ghost Every every prophecy that comes on your head will already be a confirmation to what he has told you i don't know if you are getting what i'm saying if you don't have intimacy with the holy ghost it will be very difficult for you to judge i can't give you five ways to judge prophecy it will never work five ways to judge prophecy it won't work yes that is why it takes somebody that looks like a higher personality in the faith like a, maybe a prophet that has been in the prophetic ministry for a long time that understands dimensions of the prophetic to judge aside that you the believer you must be very close to the holy ghost build intimacy with him you will quickly know the you see when you have built intimacy with the holy spirit because prophecy is the voice of the spirit prophecy is the voice of the spirit and when the spirit speaks is testifying of the Lord Jesus. That is what the Bible said. the spirit of prophecy is the testimony of Jesus Christ. The voice of the spirit. Because Jesus told us that he will give us the spirit of truth. And when he comes, he will not speak of himself. He will speak of the Lord Jesus. He will bring us to remembrance of all that the Lord Jesus has spoken to us. So anytime the spirit of the Lord Jesus is speaking to us, He's actually testifying about Jesus. And the voice of the Spirit is prophecy. Are you getting it? So when you, are, you have intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit, you will know His voice. When any other man is speaking in the name of the Holy Ghost, you can quickly pick it. You can say that, ah, this is not how the Holy Spirit speaks. You can quickly it. No matter how accurate that prophecy sounds, Because the authenticity of a prophetic word is not in its accuracy, it is found first in its manifestation. or hear me please good are you getting it good so no matter the number of women that have gathered mentioning your name when your own mother mentions your name in the midst of the women you will quickly pick that this one is my mother's voice. That is one of the ways to judge prophecy. When you know how the Holy Spirit speaks, and you can only know that when you build intimacy with Him, that one is a personal thing. Nobody can build intimacy for you. I can pray for you. I can anoint your head for you to get breakthroughs I can, uh, I can prophesy over your head I can do many things for you to be blessed But when it comes to you building an intimate relationship with the Holy Ghost That one is your responsibility Are you getting the picture? Good you so you first build an intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit. Because if I tell you that oh, you can judge prophecy by through these three ways. First, know that this second know that this. you will always be missing it. You will miss it because the devil is deceptive. First, build an intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit, you will know how he speaks, you will know his voice. Then, when anybody is speaking, in the mean of the Spirit, you know whether He is the one speaking or not. Are you getting it? So, if someone is a prophet, is it possible for the Lord to give a person a dimension that even a counsel of a person is even a prophecy and carries the anointing of the Spirit without the person intentionally prophesying? Oh, yes, very, very possible. Very, very possible. Yes. It is called an inspiration inspiration some people can be joking, they can just see something but it it, it might be an inspiration from the spirit that is why when you are around prophetic people don't be familiar because you can miss anything when you are around prophetic people don't be familiar not at all because anything from them when the person says oh bring my blue shirt it can be a prophetic word to you you might not know So, don't go with your normal understanding and brain. You will miss a lot. When you are around prophetic people, be very sensitive. Somebody said, please, do we have levels in the prophetic? Yes, we have levels. If you want to understand some of the levels, go to my podcast and download some of the messages. I have a message on the seeing eyes. I have School of the Prophets. Some of the messages of School of the Prophets, you can also um, get that. All right. Okay, if I've missed any other question, please you can let me know. I know that many of you have questions that you are afraid I don't know what you are afraid of. (coughs) I'm not getting the question, the school of the angels asking. I want to, I want to know and have understanding about the gospel of the angels, I want to know, so that at least, yeah, because I've not heard of that, before. <clears throat> all right, someone says, the prophetic dreams, can you open it up for me a bit, prophetic, when we say prophetic dream, it's, it's an enlarged oh, topic, very broad. Can you all hear me, please? Yes, because many dreams can be prophetic dreams. And I've already explained things to us that dreams come from three main sources, three main sources. The one that is from God, the one that is from the enemy, and the one that is from yourself. And when you come to the one that is from yourself, God wants you to build up yourself into his dimension. So the more you grow in the things of God, the more you build up yourself in God, the more your own dreams look like the dreams that God will give you. I don't know if you are getting the picture. Can you all hear me, please? Good. I said dreams can come. I think I have a message on dreams. You can go and get the introduction first. Dreams can come from three sources. First one, dreams from God, dreams from the devil, and dreams from yourself. Are you getting it? and our goal as human beings is that we are journeying to become like god are you with me good because the bible told us that the thoughts of god are higher than our thoughts and we we all have understanding that Dreams, dreams can come to you, if dreams, most of the dreams actually that are from you start from the third dimension. When you read the book of Daniel chapter 2, verse 29, Daniel chapter 2, verse 29, listen to what Daniel said, Daniel chapter 2, verse 29. I love that script. If you have it here, you can post it. Daniel chapter two, verse 29 Good. Now listen to that. Daniel said, "As for thee, okay, your thoughts came into your mind upon your bed. What What will come about after this? And the unveiler of secret has made clear to you what is to come. You see, Nebuchadnezzar has got a dream. And the man wants somebody to know what he dreamt and also explain the meaning of the dream. And this is what Daniel said. Daniel said, King, when you slept, your thoughts came to your mind. And it was the thoughts that came to your mind that the revealer of secret, which is God, Used it to tell you things that are to come. So, dreams the basic foundational thing of dream is that it comes from thoughts, and understand that your thoughts are not made in your mind. You all know that. That is why the Bible said, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. In the book of Proverbs, chapter 23, verse 7, as a man thinketh in his heart. So it is in your heart that thoughts start. But when thoughts start from your heart, they migrate. They don't stay there they migrate from your heart to other places and any place that they find themselves they become something else they don't still become thoughts so when thoughts are in your heart they are called thoughts so when your own thoughts come into your mouth actually and you speak it out they are not thoughts anymore they have become words But before your thoughts can come into your mind, because the Bible said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So when your heart is abundant or flowing with abundance of thoughts, they migrate to many places before they come out of your mouth. They can come to your mind. And the Bible said, when somebody is asleep and his thoughts move from his heart into his mind, it becomes a dream. Because it is in your mind that your mind, your mind has what we call the eyes of the mind. And the eyes of your mind is what you used to see when you close your eyes. Whether you are asleep or not. Are you getting the picture? So right now, if you close your eyes and you see something, it is actually something you have seen with your mind's eye. When you sleep and you are seeing something, you are still seeing it with your mind's eye. So if your thoughts come from your heart into your mind, then you will see your thoughts. And you will see your thoughts when you sleep in the form of a dream. That is why when you are somebody, that, so you see, most of the times your dreams are actually you. That is why I told you that you can get, you have dreams that are from God, dreams that are from the enemy, and dreams that are from yourself. Because as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. As you are thinking in your heart, that is who you are. This one, we are not talking about as a man speaks with his mouth. No, 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 because you can think evil of somebody and speak good of the person. It is only human beings that can do that. In their heart, they want to kill you. But with their mouth, they are praising you. (laughs) Oh, but in their heart, they have buried you. At in King Kensal <laughs> are, you, are you listening to me? So we need to learn these things. Good. So now let me just give you um, one understanding. When your thoughts migrate from your heart, the the place they are going next is your mind and understand that your mind is a part of your soul so the moment thoughts move from your heart and they enter into you see when the bible speaks of the heart the bible makes it clear that the heart is the seat of the soul so where your soul is actually sitting you want to say if you are sitting on a chair Your whole body now becomes like the soul. But the chair you are sitting on is your heart. It is giving you support, it has become your foundation. Are you getting it? Good. So if your thoughts are always bad, it is easy for you to get bad dreams. That is why, in the whole day, what you think about you, when you sleep, it can come to you in the form of a dream. You can, if, you, if you think about women, see a lady shape and you are thinking about it, see, you are using your heart to engage some thoughts, opening dimensions. When you dream, you can see the woman naked in front of you. It means the thoughts have now jumped to your mind and you are continuing the the whole process. That is why there are some wet dreams that are not demonic. They are not devilish. They came from you. Some people have that because their thought patterns are very wrong. not all wet dreams are demonic or marine some of them are from the human being themselves so you need to make sure you guard your heart that is what the bible said guard your heart with all diligence because out of it are the issues of life and we all know that it is out of the heart that thoughts come from so the issues of life are known as thoughts there is nothing that will happen in this life that was not once a thought So we need to understand these things it will help you so when we speak of a prophetic dream we are speaking of a dream that is speaking of something yet to happen and you can pick something that is yet to happen by your own soul especially when your soul is energized or excited by the spirit of god when you are more spiritual you can pick something that is yet to happen it might not be from god it might not be from the devil you can pick it yourself you can go into the next 15 years and pick what will happen by your own self based on how your soul has grown in the lord or in the spirit realm so that dream now becomes a prophetic dream not all dreams are you see not all dreams are prophetic dreams so you need to understand that one And you get it, alright. I think that one. I've said. I've said a lot. So let me take another question. Alright, God bless you. Any other question? Feel free and ask. Some of your questions actually, um, you need a whole sermon to teach on that. That is why I'm, I'm not really touching on them, because if I try to scratch the surface, I will be worrying. have any any other question, don't be afraid. Ask, ask. Okay, there is a Papa, please. How do you sharpen your senses? All right. Now, when you come to the senses, there are dimensions. You have the sense of sight. There is a way to sharpen that one. You have the sense of hearing. There is a way to sharpen that one. They are all the same. You don't pass through the same way to sharpen these senses. Prayer and fasting can help you energize these dimensions to an extent. But there are some basic principles that you need to follow. What can help a man to sharpen much, to sharpen his senses to a higher dimension? First, is called meditation. Meditation. And meditation, let me tell you one, let me give you one secret. Medit, the way meditation is, if you don't start from the, a younger age, it will be very difficult for you to do it. If the Holy Spirit does not help you, I'm telling you, because some of us right now as I'm talking to us, our minds are occupied with a lot of things. A lot of, it's not easy. I'm telling you, it's not easy. If you don't start, that is why these Chinese people, these people. They are dangerous because the very day they are born, once they hit three months, they start teaching their children how to make, meditate, serious meditations. But you see, in our field, we just do everything. So, and our minds are occupied with a lot of a lot of things. But some of us we have a lot of noise in our souls, noise, noise. The way spiritual senses are, any simple thing can just make it blunt. And one of the things that can cause your spiritual senses to be blunt is called emotions. So if you're a young prophet, when it comes to the matters of relationship and marriage, be careful and be prayerful on that because it it, it can disturb your spiritual senses. The a bit mad, mad. The baby, and it will be very difficult for you to pick signals from the spirit. Me, I've been there before. I got troubled, serious. That is why, when you want to sharpen your senses and when you want to grow in the things of the spirit by sharpening your senses to pick signals, you need to be alone for a long time and practice this thing called meditation and you can only come to a place of practicing meditation into a higher extent when you start with what we call worship and the moment you start with worship you are actually moving to a place called intimacy so intimacy is actually the answer to all these spiritual senses intimacy intimacy having intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit, it is the answer to everything i mean everything Eh? there is a particular ear listen to me there is a particular ear that god can open for you whilst you are genuine in intimacy with the holy ghost that ear you will never hear the voice of the holy ghost in it for somebody else I don't know if you are getting what I am saying It will only be for you and your progress in your work with God I am telling you the truth This is the problem with many young prophets You see they focus so much on praying and fasting ah, so their giftings just get exploded and they can see visions and hear voices for people but not themselves because. For you to hear about yourself, it is not the matter of a gift. This is why a prophet cannot see things about himself, but another person can see about the prophet. It is possible. If you don't build that kind of perception through intimacy, you miss a lot of things. And let me tell you one secret that will help all of us if you want to build intimacy with the holy spirit there are many things you need to change your mind about it will be very difficult for some of you to to grasp what i'm about to say but it will help you if you want to build intimacy with the holy ghost the first thing is forget about ministry (laughs) Mm. meanwhile that is what god has called you to do forget about it second Forget about the anointing. Don't let your focus be on the fact that I'm, I'm, I'm working with the Holy Ghost to receive an anointing. You get when you get the anointing, you have not landed. You will miss it because where intimacy wants to lead you to, you pass the dimension of anointing and go further. So if the anointing is your focus, when you get it, you will go back. This is the reason why sometimes you can, you can prophesy, do everything and still feel empty. As if then like, what is it? You can just sense you within know, there is this emptiness. Emptiness. Are you following? If you want to build intimacy with God, your focus is this. I am looking for God. That is the point. God is, God now has become your destination. He is the one you are going to. And you want, you want Him. You want Him. And let me tell you, there is nobody in this world that has decided to have intimacy with the Holy Ghost to know God that did not have his spiritual senses sharpening, that one God is not sharpening, God opens it in dimensions that cannot be measured, I'm telling you, in dimensions that cannot be measured, this is, this is, this is what we call like sharpening of senses, but naturally Let's say in the gift dimension, if you want to take signals in the spirit, you know, have my eyes open, I'm seeing this, i seeing this, I'm seeing this about this one, about this nation, about the whole world, this, 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 and this. Prayers, fasting, meditation can help you. You need a lot of time to be quiet. You need, a, you see, the quietness is very, very important. To quieten your spirit is a way to sharpen your senses, to quieten your spirit. Sometimes you need to get things like, you see this um, strings that I'm playing right now, no song, no voice, it will lead your soul to dimensions. These These are some of the things we need in meditation. Note, quietening your spirit does not necessarily mean being quiet. But when you become quiet, it can help you to quieten your spirit. I don't know if you are getting the picture. The key is not the door. But if you get the key, it can open the door for you. so there are moments you need to just sit down don't talk quietly you can just sit in a chair fold your arms and begin to meditate just begin to love the Lord just love the Lord you see we are very limited I mean most of the people that have had encounters with the Supernatural Most of them were in serious meditations But it will be very good One of the ways to deal with lungs in your soul is when you fast a lot Because when you eat plenty, you get plenty noise in your soul And the lungs in the soul come from thoughts in the heart As I already said lungs in the soul can come from thoughts in the heart and these thoughts can also be activated by external things you can watch a movie and see a naked woman's buttocks and a certain funny thought can start in your heart once it jumps from your heart into your soul noise has begun sometimes it can stay in your soul for 18 days I've to these things. That is what the enemy is using to stop many of the young prophets. Yes, the more you eat, the more you think. Do that. Because there is something called food for thought. Food for thought. The main purpose for food is to think. And the main purpose of fasting is to think. Don't you know that there are certain foods when you eat them, especially, you know, those kind of candy, candy, candy kind of foods. Like ice cream, kakra, lollipop, mm-hmm. you see, you see, You know what I'm talking about? Ha, if you are not careful, you become sexually active. Your 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 heart will jump towards some kind of a certain kind of energy. You see, I'm telling you the truth. Yes, you can become sexually active. something about sex. so sharp do be your okay. to me means you have become much more sensitive to these things. <laughs> I'm telling the truth, this is one of the main ways when, when somebody is going through issues of addictions like pornography and um Masturbation, those kind of things. If you want to help the person, most of the time, the first thing they tell the people to do is to fast. (laughs) Jerry said, Some week I drank Coca Cola, two bottles. That week it took God. My dreams were streamed. And I've been saying, Me and you will be a dreamer. But I'm telling you, when you look at the human being, the fallen human being, the Adam that fell. Adam was a glorious being, but when he ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, he became a human being. And that word human is from, it is actually the word that we got humility, humus. So even when you read through the, when you read the Bible, and the Bible said Jesus humbled himself, it means he became a human being. And the human being, the body of a human being, the majority of the elements that was used to make the human being is carbon. And we know from the periodic table, carbon is number six. So anything that is more carbonated, the more you partake of that thing, you become more human. And to be more human means to be more fallen. Any carbonated thing, and we all know we have carbonated drinks like Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. You need to be very careful. Yes, when you keep me my house, <laughs> I think for like four four years now, nobody has been drinking Coca Cola. It's all packers and the one of You see what will go to your money Your dreams will be basa. <laughs> yes, that's why I said, mean good but I'm helping you. because our journey is to become like God, not to become human beings. To be a human being is a falling state. It's a falling state. So that is why he said Be very careful with the kind of foods you eat If you want to be more spiritual And and you want your mind to be very focused on spiritual things Let me teach you what you need You need more herbs And more fruits And more water Yes See, I'm telling you. i'm sorry to ask. Is it only Coca-Cola or yes, any carbon, any drink that carbon on so? Do And any food too that carbon does I Haven't you realized that most of the carbohydrate foods, most of them are taken from the ground. Tubers of yam, BTF form. Cassava, BTF form. If you are any baby too free form The more you eat them, the more you become too human. Hmm. You be so fufufu. You can't even swim. Hey, hey. And if I were to move in now, so to move in now, to move now. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm not saying become a vegetarian, but to now, some of you ever did so. Be careful because these animals when they die they are not going anywhere They are going back to the earth Because the Bible said God commanded all the beasts of the field to come out on the earth So when they die they are going back to the earth That is their destination So the more you chew plenty meat <laughs> I know that some of some of you have started insulting me. Already. I mean, I'm helping. you. I'm telling you, some of you can't much, I'm not jealous. you get a lot of problems. You know that if you don't, you don't know these problems. Check from the way your thoughts are and the way you dream. Yes, you to Check the way your thoughts are. Yes. So you see, that's. There are some people, and they say, or you need to food, but the kind of food beer, oh, dinty, oh, more bar, don't you Because the thoughts have been regulated in a certain way. It looks like the person does not have control over these thoughts. Are you following me? Someone said, please how can you same and know that your dream is from God? Good. Now, most of the times, if you want to know that your dream is from God, you need to be more scriptural because God is so much focused on the pattern of scripture. So that's how God works, the pattern of scripture. So if you have more scripture, it will be very easy for you to pick signals. Now understand that God can reveal to you something negative the enemy is trying to do. Are you listening to me? So let's say you had a dream and in the dream, four people were chasing you with matches you were running they were still chasing you you entered into a certain room they they came there and whilst they were about to butcher you with them, some sometimes they can even try to hit you with the thing and you just come out of the dream just like that now when you come out of such dream what do you experience at that instance do you are you If you come out of the dream and you are in fear, it means that dream was fueled by the enemy. If you come out of that dream, and even though the dream was scary, but it looks like you can overcome it in prayer. There is always a certain push to pray. You can know that that dream is from God. God is telling you that you have an upper hand over it. The enemy is trying to do this, so He has revealed it to you so that you will stop it. Now, the enemy can reveal the same pattern of dream to you, but when you wake up and you want to pray, there is no push. You you sense this spirit of heaviness that you cannot pray. It looks like there is nothing you can do about the thing. It looks like the thing has already happened. You see those kind of things, then you know that there is a certain attack that the enemy has unleashed are you getting the picture so once you come out of a dream what you experience within that moment if it is here then the dream is not of god because the moment god reveals something to you the first thing he will tell you is fear not and the moment he says that there is a certain power that enters you fear just gets disappeared Are you getting the picture? All right, great. Let me take the last question. We have a few minutes. Let me take the last question. I believe somebody's getting blessed. Great. Somebody has said, dealing with prophetic truth. Yeah, I want to know what's was, what was the cost then. actually. All right. Someone said prophet, how can I invoke the angelic realm? You want to invoke the angelic realm. We don't invoke, we we enter into. That is what I can tell you based on what I know and what I've experienced. God opens that realm to the soul of a man. Yes. So we can not call the angelic realm to to come to you, God can take you into it. So, what are some of the tokens in building yourself prophetically? Prophetically, the tokens you need the Holy Spirit to speak to you because if I tell you this, every level you get to will determine what the Holy Ghost will tell you to do. Yes if i tell you that get one bottle of oil and anoint your eyes 21 times with it and you see you start seeing visions people have done that you did not see anything are you getting it so you see a lot of people think that using when they pour oil in a horn and they pour it on their eyes your eyes will open it does not work like that everything about prophetic tokens must be inspired by the holy spirit else you will be wasting time because the holy ghost will know the key you need to open a door I don't know, you can't use the key of a padlock to open a chinese door it does not work like that so sometimes based on the level you have got into god can even tell you put a handkerchief under your pillow and sleep on it for 3 days and that is a new dimension that is opening for you just a handkerchief if another person uses that handkerchief nothing will work because he has not come to that dimension yet so anybody that will just give you oh, if you want to see visions, do this, do this the person is a fetish priest but you have to be guided if you want your ears to be open, go and take a shampoo leaves and add this to it and put it in your pa, your ears will open this one is <laughs> yes people do that oh you know that people put certain leaves you know the um the watery substance in leaves people can drop it on their eyes and their eyes can open but the question is what is the source of that thing and where are your eyes opening into? Because when your eyes open, do you know what it means for a person's eyes to be open? Because when your eyes open, you are opening into something. You are opening to see I know. if a blind man is carried to a church and the man of God lays hands and prays for the blind man, then maybe tear. Is it not the church premise that the blind man will see first? Good. So, where you have been taken to will determine when your eyes open where you will start seeing. Many people have started seeing dwarfs. Any, dream, any vision they get, they see dwarfs, they see dark, they are not even seeing heavenly things, they don't see angels. Go and watch what opens your eyes. If God is the one that is opening your eyes, He has a dimension where He's opening your eyes to. So, we need to understand some of these things. Alright, people of God, the Lord bless us and keep all of us till our time is up. I believe somebody has been blessed this one that evening. I'm going to upload it right after here. So if you want to remind yourself and any other people, you can kindly do of so. Please don't forget that God willing, tomorrow is mega one word from the Lord. Make sure you join us at exactly 7 p.m. Don't be late, as you came late this evening. If you if you come late, God willing, tomorrow um, that one day we have to send you to latte or Yeah. So or we have to change your name to Lati because you came late. The Lord will help us and keep all of us. Clean. And also remember that you have a covenant with God tonight. Tonight, pray and have a covenant with God on a seed that you are going to release God willing tomorrow and the heavens will open for you. We are going to meet this night for Christmas time at exactly twelve AM GMT So please make sure you join us. The Lord bless you and keep all of you strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Keep shining. Let the favor of the Lord be upon you. May the Lord release his anointing on your lungs. May He cause your eyes to be open. Cause your ears to be open. He will do mighty things for God. And nothing can stop your destiny failing Go and shine. Dave, God bless you. May the Lord increase you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you. We shall meet. Shalom. Bye-bye.